Greetings and welcome to this Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast for Pep Talk, the Protein Science Week, happening this January 13th through the 17th, 2014 in Palm Springs, California. I'm Ann Wynn, Associate Producer. And today we're chatting with one of our speakers from the Engineering Genes, Vectors, Constructs, and Clones Conference within the Expression Production Pipeline, Dr. Joseph Kittle, Assistant Professor of Chemistry and Biochemistry at Ohio University and CSO of Molecular Technologies Laboratories, LLC. JD, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Anne. Can you describe your activities at Ohio University and what it's like to work in that environment? Well, I play sort of a dual role at the university. On, on one hand, I work directly with students, both around instruction and in student development. I'm also sort of an ambassador from industry into the university to sort of help move their programs more in alignment with what uh, industry needs and, and what is really current in the area of biotechnology. So as a professor, I teach a couple types of classes. I teach advanced biochemistry and molecular engineering classes, and that's to seniors and grad students. And then I also take a turn teaching large numbers of freshmen, uh, which is interesting. Sometimes I'm the first professor they see in the university. Both of those assignments are sort of tempered by the fact that I've been out in industry for 20 years. So when I get up in front of a group of students, not only do I talk about the subject matter, I also relate it to things that are going on in the world, either their world or in the world of biotechnology. So for that reason, I try to integrate the things I've learned with sort of the academic knowledge. And sometimes the way I present things turn out to be a vastly different message than the way the university has um, presented material in the past. I also work with the students in our honors program, and I mentor them individually as they set up and do their own internal research. That sounds great. And can you elaborate a little bit on what you just said um, regarding how what you present is sometimes a little different from what uh, the university uh, tries to put forth? Well, uh, with the university, there's sort of the classical means of talking about chemistry. And what is sometimes missing is that the way that the world works now is, is very much cloud-based, automation-based, sort of results-oriented chemistry that is useful in the real world. And when students graduate, they're going to go out into a world that is not populated by uh, sort of the type of laboratory where they have in the classroom or sort of the very theoretical things. We make sure we cover all that in the class, but then I relate it to how would you go about analyzing something of interest in medicine, or how would you develop a new product? Got it. And uh, you also mentioned um, that you try to focus on a lot of what is going on currently in biotechnology. Could you explain or describe some of some of those areas of focus? Well, um, it all sort of derives from the fact that still working with molecular technologies laboratories, I'm out working with pharma and biotech companies virtually every week. So I'm on the phone talking about their research programs and talking about how they approach problems and solutions in practical sort of biotechnology development. And while those conversations are confidential, it's also true that that helps me understand the way that the world is actually using the technology that's being developed. And so that's how I'm able to bring that back into the classroom. And um, you mentioned molecular technologies laboratories just now. So I understand that that company aims to create useful products through engineered bacteria. Why do you have that focus, and what are you working on there right now? Well, uh, it is all derived from uh, the types of work I've done over the years in 
uh, contract research organizations. I've been involved in gene synthesis. I've been involved in in uh, genomic analysis at a company called Lark, where we did sequencing as a service. What I found was that a lot of biotechnology products and a lot of understanding of the way bacteria use their genes is all based on genes that have been cloned into plasmids. And while that was a practical way to get biotechnology moving in the early days, it turns out that plasmid-based protein expression has a number of problems. The plasmids are not very stable. They're hard to control, and it's really hard to select for improved proteins if they're being expressed off of plasmids. We sought a better way to do that, and going back to sort of the roots of molecular biology, we realized that using synthetic genes, we can now put completely new designs of genes and DNA into the chromosome and be able to drive expression and even identify better acting proteins by doing the expression of these proteins from the chromosome instead of off of plasmids. And that one simple change creates a basis for a company that is very efficient at uh, expressing proteins, having stable cell lines for production, and also being able to select better proteins for products. That sounds wonderful. And um, can you give us a brief preview of your presentation at Pep Talk on January 13th? Well, there's two key points we'll present. A lot of this work is being published in conjunction with our client companies. And one key point is that while people's impression is that you need high copy number plasmids in order to produce a lot of protein, it turns out that if you properly control expression of proteins from a chromosome, you can actually get as much protein made from chromosomally located genes in low copy number as you can from high copy number genes. Uh, it's as much as a cell can tolerate. So these are very efficient strains. They don't require the use of antibiotics to grow out. And so we have saved companies whole steps in purification and really helped improve their cost and reliability of production. That's one point. The second point is that using chromosomally inserted genes, we can then make a library of variants where each particular bacteria will make a different protein. We can then select those protein variants for improved proteins for production. So, for example, a better antibody fragment or a better enzyme. So we'll be talking about our work in generating gene variants and selecting for better products from those engineered bacteria. Taken together, those two things speed up the process of selecting better proteins and getting them made quickly. That's sort of the basis for our company. Now, I will mention one other thing, which is that our business model is a little different than the standard CRO. We offer products and services to companies. We also have a venture fund that we have set up and we'll be talking about in the buzz section where uh, we're able to take new ideas, integrate a launch where we bring in management, investors, and a science team to take those ideas to market, build new companies, and launch those. So in addition to offering CRO services, we are offering company launch services where we will launch a company toward an exit. Fantastic. Well, it sounds highly comprehensive. Yeah, and the integration of that, it's a one-stop shop. You get investors, you get management, you get a science team ready to go, and you even have a business plan that leads to exit. It's a new way of doing business. 
That sounds great. Well, we're looking forward to learning more about your business model as well as more of what you have to offer during your presentation on site uh, at Pep Talk in a couple of months. So thanks so much for uh, joining us for a few minutes today just to give us a preview of that and uh, share a little bit about your background and projects. Thank you very much. That was Joseph Kittle of Ohio University and Molecular Technologies Laboratories. He'll be speaking during the Engineering Genes, Vectors, Constructs, and Clones Conference on Monday afternoon, January 13th at the upcoming Pep Talk event, being held on January 13th through the 17th, 2014 in Palm Springs, California. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to chi-peptalk.com for registration information and enter the key code PODCAST. I'm Ann Wynn. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute.